Hi, Babs and Shoulders. Hi, Fred. I haven't seen you in a few days. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good. We, um, we took a break last week. Did you even notice from our podcast? Oh, I noticed. I knew okay. what was happening. I was just powerless to stop it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I knew. I was like, I'm not even going to ask you if you want to do it because you were having a week last mm-hmm. week. I'm going to so. let you, Michelle Diane Horton, born February 13th. I'm going to let you just tell our listeners why I couldn't do a podcast last week. Just do it. Just do it. Okay. Uh, This is Michelle Fortin reporting live from my bedroom. And I'm here to tell you that. Such a good jingle. Uh, Here to tell you that Leanne is back. Uh, She took a week off because her husband uh, had surgery and was holed up uh, in pain. And she had to nurse him. Pun intended, because there was actually a hole in his left kneecap. Yes. And also her kitchen project is ongoing, and uh, her kitchen is blown up, and she's living through a construction zone with uh, three children and a baby in her belly. So our girl's tired and a little uh, r- a red ragged, maybe? Would that be a good description? I think you nailed it. Mm, yes. Nailed it. I can see friend. I can see why you were a good reporter, Michelle. That oh, was thank very you. Well. Yeah, our house has been a little crazy, so thank you guys for for pardoning my dust. You're awesome. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that except thank you, and thank you for feeling sorry for me because as a whore, I do love you just your pity and your <laughs> empathy. And <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> no, oh man! And what's the kitchen update over there? Okay, the kitchen update. Um, the floors are in. Which okay. is amazing because I don't have to walk over a concrete slab anytime yes. I want to wash a dish or switch laundry over. Yes. Um, but there's not going to be a dishwasher, a disposal, or cabinets in my kitchen, half my kitchen, for another six to ten weeks. Oh my gosh. Moment of silence for your kitchen. Two weeks ago, when we did our last podcast, Mm -hmm. um, which was episode 12, so this is episode 13, we talked Mm -hmm. about knowing the acting business. And it was fun because the next day, you and your family were going on a commercial shoot. Yes. And that went really well. And I had just submitted an audition for a commercial, and I got it! Ah! (laughs) This is for our audience, because Michelle's background is news, PR. This is Michelle's like foray into commercials. This is your first big. Yes, it's my first commercial. Uh, you know, I, I did I did a couple commercials when I was like in, just out of college in LA, sure. but um, but this is my first commercial now. Um, in this, Amazing. I'm so excited. So I shoot well, Thursday, well. Friday this week. I'm just crossing my fingers and praying. I had you know had to take a mandatory COVID test today, and I'm just hoping for some. You know, I don't have any symptoms mm-hmm. or anything. I'm just nervous it's going to come back negative or positive, but it's not. I have a quick question for you. Um, as oh. my more experienced commercial acting friend. So I am going to be, it's like a, we're supposed to be in summery clothes, summery time. And so I might be in shorts, which you know how I feel about shorts. You hate shorts a whole lot. I only own two pairs of shorts. Uh, and they're jorts from NYDJ and I happen to love them. Uh, but I, I, so I have a question. My question is, mm-hmm. should I try and squeeze in a spray tan tomorrow? Um, I'm going to say no. I'm going to tell you why. I used to spray tan a lot in my early commercial career. Cameras keep changing. HD cameras keep getting more and more sensitive. 
and the spray tan increasingly is just reading as orange. Orange. Okay. All right. I, good. Yeah, I would just not do it. Now, if okay. you want to do like they have like um airbrush makeup for legs, like I have horrible varicose veins right now because I'm pregnant, right. I get really bad veins. Um, so if I had to show my legs in a commercial right now, which I don't know who would want a third trimester pregnant lady showing her legs in a commercial. Mm, sexy. Did. I, know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I would just use like airbrush makeup on my okay. legs. I know? have, I have at home stuff. So I might just do a light spray of that, um, in the morning or something, but okay. Well, thank you friends. But this is a good transition into what I want, what I, I picked our topic today. Yeah. Because my birthday is coming up in four it's days. So close. Ah, ow! My birthday is on Saturday the 13th, um, Galentine's Day. That's is what right. It's called. And I want to talk about it because just talking about uh, Leanne and Michelle think they know getting older. And yeah. this is going to be uh, – well, every birthday is something to celebrate and every birthday is a big birthday. Right. But this is going to be one of the first times I've been like – trying to embrace my age because okay. I have kind of hated my age, hmm. you know, I don't know, for a long time. And so I, and birthday, I did a social media post about this recently and birthdays have been, since my 40th birthday, my birthdays have been kind of de- depressing actually. I've really actually mm-hmm. gone into some serious depressive episodes and yeah. my therapist helped me correlate the two. I didn't really, I was like, why am I so depressed right after my birthday? I was like, well, maybe my birthday is causing my depression because I'm depressed about how old I am because I don't feel yeah. this old. <laughs> But so now I'm just choosing. For the record, right, right. I so the uh, so I'm choosing to celebrate, and I think also I've talked a lot about how you and I met after I turned forty, and how like this kind of second rebirth of of what I things that I'm doing and the comedy has come in my forties, which I think is Mm -hmm. something to celebrate and use to encourage other women. Yeah. So I'm going to be forty four on. I can't even say it. Like I should be saying I'm going to be thirty four. Because that's what I look like. I'm nodding my head vigorously. (laughs) But I'm going to be 44 on Saturday, officially mid-40s. And I just got my first commercial. And it's a big commercial. And I mean, I think that's worthy of celebrating. And we could talk about a few things about that kind of stink about getting older. But at the same time, I think getting older doesn't mean we have to slow down or stop or settle in what we do. I know a lot of people feel like in their 40s is their time to just kind of you know, be at the mountaintop of where they are and kind of, you know, that's their expertise. But I think we can still grow and learn and, and do fun and exciting things that we're literally putting ourselves out there like I am. Yeah. And you can do that in your 40s and still be, have fun and be successful. And yeah, I don't know. Just at the top, I want to say, this is so interesting to me. And this may just be a product of me getting older. I'm in my late 30s. 40s no longer sound old to me. Yeah. There was time where they did and now I think of 40s and I'm like that's the prime of your life like I don't know the the number 40 and I thought 30 was going to hit hard and it didn't I have loved my 30s like I have I keep telling my husband the 30s have been the best decade of my life I would not go back to my 20s for anything I don't want to go back there the dysfunction was just so like so it it wasn't worth the collagen like keep your collagen And keep I, college in. <laughs> is, I, it's true. I look at pictures of me in my 20s and I just think you poor thing, which is like so sad. I realize that. I don't want to like shame my younger self for not knowing what she didn't know. But my right. point is that 30s have been so great and I no longer look at 40 
as this number that's like, oh, over the hill, like this. Well, and I didn't feel that way either. I was actually really excited to turn 40. I threw myself a big party, uh, you know, and I was really excited about it. And then it was 41. And there's a a, a Melissa Radke is a comedian uh, who's out there. I don't know if you've seen her, but she she talked about how her 41st birthday was her worst birthday too. And it's it's like coming down off the high and you realize, oh my gosh, I'm actually in my 40s and this is kind of – depressing. So it's funny because, but now I'm like 44, I feel like that's, it's okay. But I don't know, it took me a couple of years to get here. But I, I agree with you, Leanne. I think 40s are awesome. And there's something respectable about being in your 40s. Like you yeah. can't, like we know stuff. We've been places, you know, mm-hmm. us women in our 40s. And you can't take that from us. And, you know, as soon as you hear someone's in their 40s, it's it's like a, you know, there there's more of a, a trust factor there, I feel like, especially if it's, yeah. you know, someone who actually knows their stuff. So yeah, it's, I don't know. It's just, it's just time to be embrace it. And, you know, there's definitely things I don't like about getting older and I want to talk about some of those things, but the no, number, the number is, is not going to, I'm going to cry. The number's not going to scare me anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be afraid of it. And I'm just going to, you know, be grateful for 44 years and grateful for friendships and my friend who tells me my face hasn't turned 40 yet. And I love you for that. (laughs) Kids talk about their mother's ages. It's a thing. I don't know if you're aware of this, but kids will sit in groups and be like, how old is your mom and how old is your mom? And it's a thing. Why do they do this? This is unkind. I I don't know. But they talk about their kid, their mom's ages. They don't talk about their dad's ages because I've quizzed my kids about this. No one ever talks about their dad's ages, but they talk about their mom's ages, you know? So I trained my kids to say when their friends ask them how old their mom is, it's none of your business, but she doesn't look a day over 30. And that's what I've trained them to say. I hear a crying toddler, and I'm going to just see what happens if I put him on my lap. Yeah, perfect. Bring him in. Let's see him. Fitters. Hi, buddy. I have your bottle here from last time you were at my house. Oh, nice. And I have some of your mommy's lipstick. Mm, oh, yeah. yeah. I need those. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I need to give them to you. Um, okay. Okay. Sorry. So let's talk about – I'm just going to be real with uh, everybody here and talk about a few things that I don't like about getting older. Yeah, I, my, no. I, think my, I think my face is okay for the most part. Like I'm not really feeling any um, issues with my face. It's my neck. Yeah. Uh, my neck is okay right now, but I am – I will admit to you right now, I am 100% paranoid about my neck aging. Okay. I said it. And then getting the, getting the, you know, like the droopy skin right here and the lines. I already have the lines. I sleep on my side. So I have lines on my chest. It's just, I'd rather sleep well. I'm not going to worry about it. I will go on the record right now and tell you, I will get a plastic surgery so that my, Mm -hmm. my chin and my neck don't do that. And I'm where they go like this, where they like pull your neck up a little bit. Like I don't know. I don't know what they do. I think you can get kind of right at this point. I could start to get some injections like right in here. Uh, and I, I, you know what? Come at me. I don't care. I that for that's my thing. And everyone has their thing. And my neck is my thing. I'm very nervous about my neck aging. I don't think you have to apologize for that either. Thank you. I really Thank don't. You. What about you? What are you afraid about or not liking? Um. Okay. So I'm pretty sure. That, and now I have not. I'm going to just be fully transparent and say I haven't. Despite the fact that there have been times that I've wanted to. I have not done Botox yet. The only care yeah, I've done up until now is facials. Uh, and yeah, I don't same. do those consistently. I probably have two in the last year. So I yeah. probably could be better about loving my skin a little bit more as I'm getting older. But I, ha- I, I mean, I'm a rubber face. I'm, you know, I'm an improv comedian. I'm an actress of 12 years. Like my face is expressive. So 
between my eyebrows and my forehead, I know there's spine lines developing. I just know that they're there and yeah. they're going to exacerbate with time. Now I can't have Botox anytime soon because I'm pregnant and I can't say with certainty yet that this is our last baby that I'm carrying. So that won't, it won't even be an option for a while, but yeah. I think in my early forties, I will have no issue yeah, fully beginning a Botox, a light Botox regimen. Yeah, I haven't gotten Botox before either, but I would not hesitate to do it. I, I just, no. I, I have bangs, and that's one of the nice things about bangs is mm-hmm. it covers up. Like I do have some wrinkles on my forehead, but the bangs cover that up, mm-hmm. and that is a bit, that is a bon- that is a bang bonus. If I cut bangs in four years, everyone knows why. <laughs> I would definitely do Botox too. I'm not. I'm not afraid of that. But yeah. um, yeah, I, I, I think so. My neck is my big thing. I also think getting older. The thing that's been the coolest part is how much less I care about what other think people think of me. Now that's an Enneagram eight thing too. I've never put a lot of stock into what people think of me. But I remember looking at women who, you know, when I was in my twenties, maybe who were in their forties or fifties, and you, I could just tell they had kind of checked out and they didn't put as much effort into maybe the way they dressed or trends. Yeah you know, not putting on as much makeup, yeah. uh, et cetera. And I just remember thinking, oh, that's never going to be me. Well, guess what? What? I don't care. I <laughs> still put effort into what I wear and I put makeup on and all that. But I the, also I get – like if I just go into the grocery store or to pick up my kids or something, I do – I don't care what you see and it's fine. Uh, I am – I is who I is. So that's definitely come with age. Okay, here's what's come of age for me. This is my version of that. I have two speeds in my life. And I operate in one of those speeds 80% of the time. I'm either like Princess Aurora mode, where I've got like a full face of makeup on, Mm -hmm. and I've put some thought into my outfit, or I am a garbage person. Like, it's been three days since my shower and I just steer into the skin and just go hard. Like, <laughs> like postpartum, like I, I am a poster child for the grunge movement. Like it's just, and not in a cute way, not in a cute stylish TikTok, like painting, you know how they're painting on the under eye circles now. And so trend. stupid. Yeah. Oh, there's no in between. There's no, like, I'll just put on a little concealer and mascara. I am full face most of the time because I, yeah. I still enjoy it. That's still kind of my me time is getting ready in the morning yeah. or I am like, forget it. I'm just like <laughs> all the way the other direction. Yeah. And I don't let a lot of people see me in that place. I don't, I, I'm still a little prideful about that. I mean, God's yeah. working in my heart. Yeah. I don't, I don't let, I don't like people that I know to see me at my worst, mm-hmm. um, except my husband and my family because they can't leave me. <laughs> but, right. um, but like but some of my, some of my closer friends or even my parents, mm-hmm. sometimes I really try to pull myself together. It's strangers. I don't care what strangers think. So if I go to the grocery store and I'm, and th- this whole thing with masks right now is fantastic because yes, it is. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You can't see my face. You might not even recognize me. And if you do recognize me, we can pretend you didn't because masks. Sunglasses and masks. <laughs> yes. I, I love it. Okay. Well, happy birthday to me. Um, <laughs> I say so myself. And I, I found a note in, I posted this on our Instagram, but I found a note in my calendar that I wrote at some point in the last year on my birthday, reminding me to celebrate myself because the last few years have been so hard. And I'm so proud of myself for writing that. And so I'm going to celebrate myself. And if you're 
getting older and not liking the number uh, that ticks up every year on the calendar, just know that you're not alone. It is hard, but also it's something to celebrate. God's blessed us with a long life so far and good lives, and we should be celebrating that. So, Can I ask you one question before we transition yeah. out of this that I just think would be helpful to, to end on? Um, so, Because I loved that note and I loved that post. What are you doing specifically? Like, are there routines you've created? Is it like, what are, what are you doing to help yourself celebrate in a way that is really fulfilling and satisfying and um, makes you feel like you are able to just fully lean in and celebrate? So honestly, and this is true for so many things that are hard in life, is talking about it uh, and shining a light on it yeah. make, makes it public and you can't you can't keep it to yourself and wallow in self-pity, right? Mm-hmm. So honestly, a lot of it is is forcing myself mm-hmm. to talk about it and forcing myself to be excited. So every day I'm counting down my birthday with my kids. I've told you and some of my close friends at some point here I want to, you know, organize a lunch or something mm-hmm. and uh, when I can get, you know, my favorite people all together. And, you know, letting my husband, you know, book – we booked a afternoon meal with my parents at my favorite restaurant and – and just honestly, just choosing to celebrate it and choosing to be happy. Just honestly, it's choosing joy. Uh, and it's not necessarily something that's coming naturally, but I've decided to choose it. Yeah. And it's just just willing myself to be excited, honestly. And it's working. I am I am excited and I am happy and awesome. and it is it is working. So that's yeah, that's, so- that's what I'm doing this year. And you know, and I wouldn't I wouldn't be it would not be uh, beyond me to plan a fun party and I would love to do that. I just feel like we're not quite ready. COVID wise to do that. So maybe next year, 45. That's like so many things in life. Don't you think that has application in so many areas? I yes, love that. I love for sure. Although I'm a little for disappointed sure. because you did say you were going to cry and you didn't cry. I didn't cry. I was, was waiting seven for wings. tears. It didn't happen. All right, friends. Uh, it's time for Take It or Shake It. You know what this means? This is your favorite segment. You get to tell people what to do. Are you so happy? I love it. I love this segment so much, and uh, I still have not seen anybody sending me a video of themselves shaking it. So as far as I know, everyone's taken my advice so far. So you want me to shake it for the people watching on YouTube? I'll do it right now if you want. Actually, yes. Yes, please. I'd like to see your pregnant belly shaking. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what I'm going to need you to do is just give me sort of the best, like, background beatbox that you have in you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, girl, that was good. There was even like a rodeo hand thing in there. It was a rodeo hand. You can shake that baby bump like the best of them. If you would like advice, then you can send us a DM. Slip into our DMs at Leanna Michelle on Instagram. How do you run a business and a home well without sacrificing one for the other? I can give you a quote that I heard through you, Michelle. Which from me? That, yes, from you. Now, I don't remember who said it. I just remember you saying it to me once, and it left a mark. Um, and it was the the key to juggling is recognizing that some balls are made of plastic and some are made of glass. Do you remember that? Oh, that was Nora, Nora Ephron said that. Yeah. I don't know if she said some are made of plastic. I'm, I'm, I'm ad-libbing. Some are made of glass. No, it, it was something um, like that, but it was a Nora Ephron quote. Yeah. I I know the things that I can drop. If I need to drop them. Yes. Uh, and you do too. Like this podcast, for example. <laughs> Dropped it last week. <laughs> it's, it's not more important than my husband. It's not more no, important no. than my kids. And it's not more important no. than your husband and your kids. Like, you know, exactly. it's, 
not. Um, so it, it's wonderful and it's life giving and I'm, I'm so thankful for it. I really do enjoy it. Not just because it guarantees that we get to check in during these like crazy seasons of life, but also because I, I love what we're building here. Um, yep. But yeah, that's, I think that's the key for me. And we've, my husband and I have kind of structured our life in such a way we homeschool. So we, I do have a lot of time with my children during the week. So when I have to step aside to take a commercial booking and that happens, you know, fairly regularly or when we, we have a Leanne and Michelle shoot at minimum every other week. Um, I don't feel guilt about those things. And I know you, Michelle, if I can brag about you for a minute, one of the things I really admire is how your, your family fiercely protects your family time, dinner time and weekends. I love that you're hard to get a hold of. Like, Mm-hmm. I just love because I know I'm like, she's plugged into her kids right now. The time you get with them is like, it's rich and rewarding. And I can see that their love buckets are so full. Um, and so I have loved and admire the way that you and Jason just guard that, that precious time for your family. It's awesome. Oh, thanks friend. You know, and that's the difference between the, the two of us in our, in our lives in a, in a meta picture is that you you have so much time with your kids, which for me, I look at you and you know this, I just admire how, how calm and soft you are with your kids after being with them all the time. I, I don't know how you do that. Uh, but for me, I, I don't have my kids for the majority of the day. And I really try to cram everything into that mm-hmm. eight hours yeah. so that I can be present with them when I'm, when they're home and they're with me. So you're right. I do really prioritize evenings, um, afternoons and, and evenings as much as I can always have dinner, the four of us around the table, mm-hmm. And weekends, try to keep those, you know, a little, not as crazy, a little quieter. So I think just knowing your priorities and keeping those in order and setting firm boundaries. And for us, we've, we've been at this for, can you believe it, Leanne? It'll be four years next month. It can't be, really? I know, March. Yeah, it'll be four years. And I think we've had times when we've been busier and it hasn't worked. And times when mm-hmm. we've stepped back and we've put the priority back on our families and it's, it's been much more enjoyable to come back together and make comedy because that bucket is filled and we feel our responsibility as wives and mothers is, is taken care of. But anytime I have to neglect that for a deadline, I don't feel balanced. And that's just me. Uh, and I am work. I, I, I tend to lean towards workaholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's again, my Enneagram eight, we are better busy than bored and I like to be busy and I like to have a lot of things in the air, but I know from past experience that if I neglect that, I just don't, I don't feel right. Yeah. So those boundaries are in place, but that took, that took a while to figure out. But yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, knowing boundaries and uh, knowing, knowing your priorities, keeping them in order. Mm-hmm. And um, depending, I don't know if this person's Enneagram type, but you know, if, if you're like me, you have got to plan that white space and you have to protect it because otherwise it fills up. <laughs> Love that. Oh, okay. Well, thanks for listening, friends, to another episode of Leanna and Michelle Think They're Funny. Leanna and Michelle think they know getting older. And we do. We don't have a choice on that one. Yeah. It comes for all of us. It does. That's the takeaway. <laughs> Just embrace it because you cannot get away from it, no matter how much plastic surgery you do. And we live in Scottsdale, Arizona. Like the, Maybe Beverly Hills might have more plastic surgery people. <laughs> yeah. My lips are going to be so big by the time <laughs> like my late 40s, early 50s. I'm just going to be out of hand. <laughs> your face yeah. is not going to move and your lips are going to be like pillows. Oh, All, All right. right thanks for listening, friends. This was kind of a long one, but we love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.